You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guests, Pete Grimes and Chris Richardson of Barcode Direct. Warehouse operations have to deal with a large number of factors, any of which can drastically affect efficiency at a moment's notice. From motion waste to staffing shortages, businesses have to be ready to adapt and evolve to stay on the right track. Pete Grimes and Chris Richardson of Barcode Direct share some of their insights into how new tech and better processes can streamline a warehouse and move operations forward. Joining me today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast are Pete Grimes, Vice President of Sales and Marketing, and Chris Richardson, President of Barcode Direct. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining the show today. Great. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's great to have you both. Uh, gentlemen, I'd like you to introduce yourself to our audience, if you could. And uh, Pete, I'll start with you. Give us a little bit of uh, your background and what you're doing with Barcode Direct today. Yeah, sure. I've been in the industry for 20 plus years, basically providing automation solutions for supply chain and logistics, and uh, was with a couple of the uh, original equipment manufacturers. Now I'm with Barcode Direct. I've been here for about eight years uh, running sales and marketing in a similar capacity with uh, logistics and supply chain. Perfect. And Chris, how about you, sir? Uh, very similar to Pete. I've been in the industry for over 20 years. Um, I was the president and former owner of Barcode Direct. We've recently sold to Soul Source Capital and the Peak Technologies companies, and I'm still operating in a senior executive position. Excellent. Uh, and uh, we're going to be getting into uh, some of the operations in a warehouse and uh, look at ways to improve and optimize productivity and efficiency. So uh, one of the first questions that we're going to get to is uh, about dealing with uh, what is happening in the industry today, specifically regarding uh, staffing shortages. Gentlemen, how can warehouse operations do more during this current staffing shortage that is affecting so many industries right now? Yeah, uh, Jeff, you have to, uh, first of all, you just have to be as efficient as possible. And uh, a lot of a lot of warehouses have some old systems, which is fine, uh, but doing everything on paper and pencil can make it a real challenge. Uh, there's only so much you can get done, uh, you know, doing it on, on, you know, sort of an offline, unautomated way. So the solutions that we provide, mobile computing, using barcode technology or RFID technology, which, which helps automate the asset management of the warehouse, receiving, picking, shipping, et cetera, uh, really allows people to be more productive and ultimately do more with less uh, or or have the same amount of people and just really get a lot more done, uh, especially if you're a two or three shift operation. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'd say, Jeff, to respond upon that a little bit, a lot of places have, you know, barcode WMS systems in their warehouses, but advances in technologies, there's new, there's new products that have come out uh, with wearables and with carts that uh, are wireless printers that can be moved around and, and positioned around warehouses to, to gain productivity that wasn't available in the early onset of, you know, kind of barcoding. So there, there are some new advantages uh, and new technologies out there that, uh, you know, allow for you to be more streamlined. Yeah. Now, speaking of streamlining, I know a lot of warehouses uh, often struggle with the concept of motion waste. Um, is that something that you guys are seeing with your customers? Absolutely. You have to be as lean as possible and any wasted footsteps are a big drag on productivity. So uh, to Chris's point, whether it's a wearable computer or, or a head mounted voice computer or really an automated cart, which allows you to bring the system to the point of activity versus walking back and forth, uh, all of those things add up to eliminating as much motion waste as possible. And that really is, you know, as I go to a warehouse and, and tour and you see how much movement exists, and really, the movement of people, the, the footsteps are really what drag on productivity. So uh, motion waste is a big deal, and the technology that we offer uh, can really eliminate it. 
Pete, you, you mentioned it a little bit there, but uh, when you're trying to improve efficiency and, and, and really reduce that motion waste, how productive uh, and how effective are, are mobile workstations uh, towards that end? Oh, they're hugely productive. I mean, if you think about uh, somebody receiving product, needing to put, just to take a single use case, needing to put a license tag, which is a, a four by six barcode on a pallet, on a case, what have you, having to walk over to where the printer is, which could be 10 or 20 feet, or it could be 100 feet, depending on where they are in the receiving dock. If they have to walk back and forth all day long to get those labels to apply to the assets, you can imagine what a waste that is uh, versus bringing a printer and a computer and the whole system to the point of activity uh, where you're receiving in this case and have that system right there at the tip of your fingertips. Uh, the work is the same. The result is the same. The time spent is significantly less. It, it's a huge advantage. Yeah, I, I think that when you look at some of the sizes of the of, of the warehouses that are out there, the new warehouses, I mean, they can be, you know, 500,000, a million square feet plus. So, you know, doing the work at, you know, the, the, the point of contact with with the packages, et cetera, and having a, a workstation that's that's mobile, that's able to be moved around the location, it's it's absolutely huge. I mean, it can take 20 minutes to walk from one side of a location to another side of a location. Right, right. So what then are some of the other uh, top challenges that your, your warehousing, distribution, and fulfillment operations customers uh, are facing? Well, I think a lot of them have such an old system, uh, which, which, by the way, can be completely fine. If you have an old system and you've optimized it and things are pretty efficient, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just makes it more difficult to automate. So if you want to get to the next level, how do you implement uh, robotics or you know wearable technology or voice technology onto an old WMS or or bolted onto a homegrown ERP uh, that can be really difficult. So we see a lot of warehouses that are operating pretty efficiently, but with an old system, it's just really hard to get to that next level. And with everything that's going on with the supply chain and competing with Amazon and next day deliveries, you kind of have to upgrade sooner than later. It just makes it real difficult if you have an old system. So that's that's kind of the thing we see the most is just upgrading and and modernizing off of an old system that works really well and everybody knows, but ultimately will need to be rip and replaced. Yeah, I, I think that you know uh, to you know kind of add to that you know when, like in the in, in the med field or the medical field, there's new mandates from from the government that have come down. So there's serialization, there's GS1 barcodes, and you know the technology to create those barcodes and to, to put all the fields together and get all the data streams and then scan it in and be able to receive that. You know, the older systems, the older WMS packages, they, they didn't support that. So it's a top challenge. And you know, we see a lot of uh, implementation of serialization right now that is kind of driving, you know, not a full rip and replace, but well, sometimes a rip and replace, but a, a, a lot of customization into existing systems. Guys, you talk about rip and replace, uh, which sounds daunting uh, to me. So how many of your customers uh, have turned to automation in the warehouse? Yeah, I, I mean, most of our customers have. I mean, the reason that we engaged with them is because they were looking to automate. So uh, if they were serious and we did our job right, right, they automated something. So, yeah, I would say most of them have some level of automation, but not not the level that they could get to. So. Um, some people have just automated the receiving function, or some people have just bolted on a picking solution onto an existing and older ERP, which again works. That, that's that's I mean that's uh, can be better than what most people are doing, 
Uh, but a full automation of every function and perhaps including uh, wearables or, or voice picking or, or even now with robotics, uh, very few have done a complete autom automation of every use case in the warehouse, I would say. Chris? Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, I would say that, you know, 100% of our customers have some sort of automation in the warehouse, um, but very few have, you know, a full suite. Uh, when you get into the robotics and, and, and what's, you know, out right now with uh, wearable headsets and voice and all kinds of other aspects to, you know, to modernize your, your, your warehouse, uh, most customers have, you know, a portion of it automated to some effect. Um, but they're always looking for, okay, if we were to, you know, spend X, you know, can we get to full accountability? Can we get to zero shrinkage, et cetera? And that's kind of a plus minus game to see, you know, what they can get into for systems versus can they continue to just go status quo? All right. Now, touching on those plus minuses, when your customers uh, are ready to go about modernizing their warehouse, what are some of the uh, biggest obstacles or roadblocks that they, that they face uh, before they get into that part of the uh, the business? Uh, I would say that, I mean, certainly you got to deal with your current processes and what can be automated. And there's a lot of training obstacles. So sometimes you just have to start with, with newer technology, uh, you know, at, at the, the user level with the handheld or whatever, you know, whatever, whether it's a wearable or, or, or on your head, um, because it, it can't, you know, a lot of people are running old, old windows stuff. You know, you got to get on Android or something with uh, newer security, what have you. Um, so there's a lot of obstacles, but again, if you really want to start from scratch, a huge obstacle is which software you're going to go with, whether it's an ERP and a warehouse module with the ERP uh, or just getting a full-blown WMS. Uh, that is a, a very large undertaking. It requires uh, a long process for selecting, evaluating, customizing, implementing, training. Uh, it can be a big deal. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, uh, you know, the biggest obstacle is is where does the data currently reside? So once you find out where the data is, you know, at, you know, is it an old AS400 based system where you have data that's just, you know, it's it's hard to get to, it doesn't have a lot of hooks. Are you willing to upgrade? It, it really has everything to do with where the existing data is and then where do we want to put it? Do you want to put it up into the cloud? Do you want to, you know, go to a hosted solution, you know, and then and then you fill the technology in around you know, the access to the data. Do you have uh, any idea of how many of your customers are, are currently uh, using, I mean, really outdated technology that kind of, <laughs> that's kind of begging for that upgrade? Um, yeah, I don't really have a sense on a percentage. I just know that, uh, there, you know, there's a number of companies out there, especially if you've been in business for a while. I mean, we have Fortune 10 companies who are wildly successful, who have absolutely the largest supply chains in the world. And they're on, you know, a WMS from 30 years ago. And they've just been customizing it and adding to it over the years because it works for them. And the thought of upgrading to something <laughs> new is, is such a large project that, you know, who's, who's really willing to bite it off. So, you know, there, there's just, you know, there's a lot of companies out there, you know, as you can imagine who a lot of them have something new and a lot of them have something old and there's a lot of in between. So yeah, everybody's in a different phase with their supply chain. Yeah, I would agree on that. I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't want to put a number on it, but uh, there's a, a fair majority of, of customers that are using some sort of outdated technology. And, you know, the, the question is, you know, is it, you know, financially responsible to replace it? Is there a need to replace it? Um, the biggest thing that we see that, that drives a lot of the outdated technology refresh is, you know, in and around security. 
So, you know, when you have ransomware targets and, and, and different vulnerabilities, we see that being the, the main driver for, for a customer to say, okay, you know, we're outdated. We actually have to make a move. We can't, you know, continue to operate in this manner anymore. But, you know, it, it has to be a, a severe pain point to get people to jump off of some of the outdated technology, because even though that it's outdated, it still is, you know, somewhat automated in its, in its approach. Yeah. And I'll just actually add to that. What you're seeing in the grocery industry is you're seeing a lot of third-party micro-fulfillment center companies come online. And what they do is they help a traditional grocer uh, basically compete with some of the leading online uh, companies that are, are you know, were born delivering online and next day. And now you take a, you know, an industry as old as grocery and have to compete with that. So there's a lot of MFCs, which are brand new, that can be as small as 10,000 square feet, that can be as large as a million square feet, but they're built from scratch and they're built using right out of the gate, uh, the latest and greatest technology of robotics and, and mobile devices and upgraded ERP WMS systems. So um, yeah, it's, it's if you're new, it's easy to build it from scratch with all the new technology already in mind. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right, so uh, if you could sum up uh, Barcode Direct's approach to uh, to optimizing productivity, efficiency, and accuracy, uh, give me that uh, that summary if you could. Yeah, I would say that uh, you know, look, we've got a lot of experience uh, with our people who've walked a thousand warehouses and driven in on a thousand trucks, and you know, seen uh, every manufacturing plant. So we've we've seen the supply chain, uh, and we can really help be consultative and finding out you know what you're looking for, what, what some of your holes are. And then really bringing a, a full solution of software, hardware services, post-sale partnerships, the whole nine yards to uh, really just bring the, the right solution to the right problem. Again, it could be an, a, an individual use case, or you could be looking to uh, automate and upgrade the whole system or start from scratch in, in one way or another. So yeah, we're, we're pretty good at uh, figuring all that out and, and we have a lot of resources to bear. Yeah, I concur with Pete. A big part of our you know, what Barcode Direct does is, you know, understanding, you know, specific pain points for our customers and then being able to offer the, the right products and the right solutions uh, to address those those issues. Great. So if our audience wants to find out more information about those resources, uh, where can we send them? Just go to www.barcodedirect.com and you'll find all sorts of resources on the website. Excellent. Pete Grimes, Chris Richardson, uh, thank you so much for all of that information. A lot of uh, good stuff there, good takeaways. So anybody that wants to find out more, that link will be in the show notes, so you can one-click directly to that. And uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time today. Stay safe. Great. Thanks a lot. Hey, thank you. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, 
Call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.